Leaf, North Dakota. Blink and you might just miss it. Where are you? We're in Leaf. But this sleepy hamlet was shocked to its core after a mysterious stranger came to town. Craig Cobb came to Leaf three years ago, said he just wanted to live here, and uh, he said he might have some friends joining him. At the time, he just seemed like a, a lonely person, and uh, kind of felt sorry for him for a while until uh, I realized what his plan was. That plan soon became clear. People's comfort level is best when they're amongst their own. Craig Cobb came to Leaf on a mission, take over this microscopic town of 20 people and turn it into an enclave for white supremacists. Ryan Lenz of the Southern Poverty Law Center has been tracking Craig Cobb for years. He announces his plans on a message board frequented by racists called Vanguard News Network. He says that he's purchased some properties and he's encouraging others to come follow him. He was trying to turn it into a white homeland. You know, it was scary. He had actually owned enough property, 12, 14 lots he had owned. Well, if he could have put a, one family for sure on each lot, he would have had a control of the town. His campaign attracts national media attention. I'm prepared for anything. And support from the radical hate group, the National Socialist Movement. Their visit to Leaf draws hundreds of protesters. Don't pay, 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 no it becomes the subject of a documentary called Welcome to Leaf, the once peaceful town. No peaceful no more. All of the people in Leith were against me. Are you going to blame me for that? And they came in very strong, stating that they're going to take the town over, they're going to take the the voting over. But those shouts fall on deaf ears. Cobb succeeds in moving in his first family. Every day I was concerned whether I would be able to stop him or not. Mayor Ryan Shook organizes a series of emergency city council meetings, working tirelessly to safeguard the community from the supremacists next door. Cobb went off on a complete rampage that night. He was in everybody's faces with his laptop computer. Cobb went from being this fringe figure. He was a racist drifter. And then he was famous. Today on a Trisha exclusive. In the middle of the confrontation, Cobb is challenged to take a DNA test to prove his white heritage. The results were revealed on the Trisha Goddard show. Craig Paul Cobb has undergone DNA testing to determine genetic ancestry. 86 percent European and uh, 14 percent sub-Saharan African. This is called statistical noise. Sweetheart, you have a little black in you. Still asserting his pure Aryan heritage, Cobb returns to Leith, armed and ready. This is Mr. Cobb and my lover, Kynan Dutton, patrolling with sexy-ass guns. Yes, it is. With guns loaded and cell phone cameras rolling, they set off on foot patrols. I'm not shooting you, am I? Hey, hey, look. I'm one of the most famous racists in the world, you son of a... Residents of Leith take shelter in their homes, worried that Cobb and Dutton could turn violent. They have to fire the first shot. Yep. Uh, I fired the second Maybe one. the second and third. Cobb's placed under arrest in November of 2013 and charged with terrorizing and menacing his neighbors by the Grant County Sheriff's Department. He ultimately takes a plea deal, pleading guilty to one felony count of terrorizing and is placed on four years probation. We got through it. We thank God every day that we're still, we're still alive. Craig Cobb is now out of jail and agreed to a sit-down interview 
But when I landed, my producer told me there had been a change of plans. Welcome to Los Angeles, North Dakota. So I just wanted to sort of give you the rundown of what happened while you were on the flight. Okay. Um, so I got a call from Craig Cobb. He said, um, I hope that you're not sending a Negro presenter. Hmm. And, you know, he said, I would almost rather talk to a Jew because then at least they would be intelligent. Hmm. I just said, you know, essentially... We're looking forward to having a conversation with sure. you. Um, we're willing, we really want to talk to you. And he pretty much ended the conversation there and used the N-word and said, I, I'm, I'm not going to talk to an N-word. Mm. So I think what we want to do is have you call him. Okay. And I've interviewed my share of separatist and racist over the years, from David Duke, former Grand Wizard of the KKK, to 24-year-old Matt Heimbach, who's been called the future of organized hate in America. But none like this guy, Craig Cobb. Yet on the phone, I'm surprised by his friendly demeanor, so unlike the man we saw in the videos. This is Byron Pitts from ABC News. How are you this evening, sir? Thank you. Bye-bye. Maybe a change of heart. He was very gracious on the phone, sounded like a real gentleman, a reasonable man. Hello, sir. This is Byron Pitts. But a few minutes later, Cobb calls back after he Googled my name. He's not pleased to see that I'm black, or a mulatto, as he called me. A mulatto, what does that mean? Let's see, so the options were high yellow or mulatto or black man? You just call me Byron. Cobb says he refuses to be interviewed by someone black. Listen, there's an unbridled race war going in this country, and you know, you people who have engineered this white genocide... How is it that I fall in the category of you people when, when we first spoke on the phone, you were polite? Uh... You agree to speak with me, and then suddenly you Google me, and you see that I'm a person of color, and suddenly your tone changes, your attitude changes. How do you explain? I haven't changed in the past five minutes. You're not a person of color. You're a You got it? Is that right? Now let me ask you a question. Do you do you think do you think for some reason that that you saying using those words? offends me at all or bothers me at all. I mean, that would be I like... Does, I don't care if it does or not, Byron. I don't care. Except you do know that we don't like to be around black people, so ABC purposely tries to send two of them, you see? Hmm. But I, I'm curious. Oh, he hung up on me. But Cobb goes one step further. He hangs up the phone and posts my number and picture on the white nationalist website, writing, I don't think millionaire Negroes should be allowed to harass whites over religious beliefs, but maybe this is just the new South Africa, USA. Cobb has not given up on creating an all-white enclave in America. He set his sights on a new town, Antler, North Dakota, roughly 200 miles north, population 20-something. That's the building Cobb said he bought, and that's going to be his church. Here we meet Vance Lozinski and his two sons, Lee Allen and Kyle. They've recently moved back to North Dakota, hoping to find a quiet life where they can raise a family and retire. Why do you think he's so bent on buying land in North Dakota, of all places? I think it's hard to find small towns like that he can take over. In general, what do people think about Cobb in this town? Being in the butt. No place for us anymore. And that's the way it is. He wants to, to buy land in your town. He wanted to. One and two past tense. Not going to happen? Not going to happen. For now, the mayor says they have come up with a plan to keep Cobb out, and so far it's working. Back in Leith, Mayor Shook and the residents are busy starting over, casting Craig Cobb and his hate speech into the trash heap of history. It feels real good to see that <laughs> property go down. They hope.